This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. My name is Vincent. Sup fam, it's your boy Drew. <laughs> I just go super nerdy white guy. Yeah. You go straight gangster. Gangster. Chill. Chill. Oh, Jay-Z's back <laughs> Jay-Z's on the Jay-Z's back. Jay-Z. Fucking <laughs> Jay-Z. What it do. Good to be back, as always. Always good to be back. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It's getting colder Love at it, night. Love it, list it. Love it or list it. There was a point where, you know, I really enjoyed drinking red wine and then it got too hot and I was like, I don't really want to drink red wine that right now. It's yeah. And then spicy. we went over to the like seltzers for a little bit. Little seltzers. Yeah. Threw some beer in the That was refreshing. Mix. Right? Yeah. I it was like a good this. switch because it, it gets switch. sweaty in here if it it's hot. Sweaty. Yeah. I lose like six pounds during the podcast. It's the name of a movie. It's called Two Boys in a Sweat Box. <laughs> Sounds sexual. Try to find the hot dog. Oh. Oh. There's two. See if you can find them. You know what doesn't sound good? Sweaty hot dogs. Sweaty hot dogs does not sound good. Hot dog water. But really, I mean, are you... When you grill a hot dog, does it become sweaty? You're adding heat. It's true. It's got like hot dog juices, which are good. Mm. Who's the lovely people that so graciously support this podcast? Mm. Um, I uh, Facebook, I think. Uh, oh God, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Not as amazing. That's as That's not true. Tech, and also, Facebook is very questionable these days. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. But swinging, even motors. better than Facebook, and certainly more ethical. Yes, is Bentech. Hey, what up, Bentech? <laughs> Established in nineteen ninety two, Bentech is based in Brisbane, Australia, and is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubing. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and form and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, Captain, what up? Yeah, chill. <laughs> uh, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. Uh, if you'd like to find their products, you can go to www.bentech.com.au. Hey, Bentech, thank you. Thanks, Bentech. Big shout out. Biggest of shout outs. Love you. <laughs> Me too. So should we, I mean, should we just get going? Let's get going. By the way, quick plug. We um, posted a bonus episode. Yes. It's quite fun. It's very short and sweet. We figured we there, there wasn't a spot on, on a regular episode for, for something like this. I'm sure we could have made it one, but we decided, hey, we'll just, we'll just throw it up there. It's like you said, short. And sweet. And sweet. That's a, that's a hint. It's not sweaty though. It's warm. Um, Check that out. We posted it um, this week. So uh, give it a look-see-poo. Give it a listen. It's fun. It will tickle your fancy. Yeah, it will. Um, let's let's do this thing, should we? Let's do this random okay. topic thing. I think um, I have the random topic generator button today. Nice. I think. 
You think? I think you do too. I, I definitely do. It's big and bulbous and you're um, caressing it right now. Yeah, exactly. Quick reminder, if you don't know, um, I'm, I'm going to press this button. It's going to spit out a random topic and we're going to talk about it. It's true. We've never seen this topic before. Um, so it's straight off the cusp or cuff. I, don't, I actually to, don't. Someone still, has told me. I feel like my mom's told me the same thing, but I, she told me the correct answer and I just still, fucking forgot it. Yep. Still I'm probably going to default to being a dummy though. Yeah, that's me. true. We all know that. We all know that's true. I'm the best idiot in the room. You are. At least you're not the worst <laughs> smart person in the room. It's true, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, here we go. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, I know this is going to be a juicy boy. Yeah, it is a juicy one. Should kidneys be able to be bought and sold? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. Straight. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's very fair. Fair dinkum. Fair dinkum. <laughs> so here's all right. So I'll go um, because I actually just did. Um, I I can't believe I got that question because I just did a class project on human organ trafficking. You always have the most fucking appropriate shit to say in these circumstances. Isn't that crazy? I literally just turned in the term paper on like last on on Monday or whatever it was on human organ trafficking. And And the other one about like that unethical thing that we know would be better for the world, that topic. I was just like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) And Drew's like, oh, what about this? Oh, I thought about this before. And I was like, oh, God, I'm just like. Uh, can I watch cartoons? Again, our favorite idiot in the, in the room. <laughs> Just remember, it's okay. I'm okay with that, all right? Yeah. So, um, human organ trafficking is a thing. I know it's a thing. Kidneys are the most popular trans- are uh, they really? transplanted well, organ. Probably has the highest success rate, I'm assuming. Rather, I should say the most transplanted um, organ most is... Um, not your retina, your cornea. What do we? Isn't that crazy? Transplants from dead people. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Dead people's eyes. Yeah. I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? That's the most transplanted tissue or organ. I know we're doing like faces now. Yeah. Like that's a thing. Mm -hmm. I knew that was a thing. That's gnarly. It is gnarly. (laughs) Yeah, and the fact it can still get rejected. By the body, too? And you have to take drugs so that it doesn't get rejected? You're just like, we. well, that face didn't work. Let's try another one. God. Yeah, so your face is starting to look like a melting candle. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man. So, but, okay, the face thing, for example, like, is it, okay, we'll address the kidney thing in a second, but... Imagine some terrible, terrible accident happens to your wife, God forbid, and she has to get a face transplant. Ob- I- the obvious answer here is, of course. Why do we have to use my wife? Okay, can we just say uh, that? Drew, or anybody we use... know, or no, anybody you know, though. No, I'm just saying. Per- say yeah, a family like, member. Then. Yeah, let's but be how more weird. Would that be? It is. Well, here's the thing, though, because it's it skin. Would take so much fat. to get used. It, it used is, to that. but you. I'm assuming the structure of the person's face there. Because that's the funny thing about a face is that there's skin, there's muscle, there's tissue, there's fat that make up a face, cartilage. Yeah. But 
there still is the structural like cheekbone structure, mm-hmm. chin structure. So, but here's not right the nose. Correct. That's, that's yeah, cartilage. That's yeah, that's cartilage. That's true. And so, and you don't. I mean, honestly, you change one little feature about someone's face, and it, it's it's different. You that's could probably true. see the resemblances, but obviously, like a nose job, before and after. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> He turned out to look like a devil boy, but with this stupid nose job. Literally before this, we started recording this podcast, Drew said something about... He's still alive. Yeah, Michael Jackson's still alive. Is he kind of like him? Conspiracy Drew over here. Conspiracy corner with Drew. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Uh, Mike, MJ's still alive. So is he hanging out with Elvis? Mm-mm. I have it on good authority that Elvis is dead, in fact. But he is hanging out with Prince. Oh, Prince is another one. Okay. Prince is alive. Yeah. Well, then they had similar deaths too. It fentanyl. was both. Yeah, was it both the same drug? I think so. Oh, yeah. I knew it was like it had fent- prescribed it will, so medication th- by a doctor. Yeah. So that- the thing about fentanyl is that it's um, it takes so little to get you like get you high. Basically, it's it's a pain in used in the right medical setting. It's a pain reliever. Mm. Um, but it, there's such a fine line between the pain relief and overdose. So it's a really dangerous drug, and it's also it's often like laced with a lot of stuff these days, like cocaine. Like I think Mac Miller died from fentanyl. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's really deadly. I so just, that's. I feel like I'm in a better place because I know that Drew, like on the side, is like a pharmacist as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know about human organ trafficking. I'm a pharmacist. Yeah, he can prescribe the right amount of fentanyl so you don't overdose. Is what he's saying. I think that's how Mac Miller died. We're going to find out right now. This is something new to the podcast. We're like live researching stuff. Isn't that to crazy? Check, to check, to fact check. Accidental fatal overdose of fentanyl, cocaine, and alcohol. So basically... But it was, was laced with cocaine. Yeah, so he was, he was likely just doing co- coke and drinking. I mean, respect. I really liked his last album, but he was a party boy. Oh, yeah. Anytime you got tattoos like all over, you probably have a good time. <laughs> and then you die. Jesus. Oh, God. Um, was he part of the 27 Club? Ooh, I think he was younger. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I was just curious. I knew I knew he was like, I felt like he was 20s, but I didn't know what. I just find that 27 Club thing so interesting. Isn't like, that crazy? How many, like, like how people, many particularly musicians, yeah. too, are part of that club? It's bizarre. He was 26. Oh, man. What was he? He was right on the cusp. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He um, was born January 19th, 92, and he died September 7th, 2018. So it's already been a year since he died. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that, that, crazy, doesn't that feel like it was yesterday? I wasn't like a fan that had been a fan from the start, but the last album he did, which either came out right before he passed away or right after, I yeah, actually like really, really, really enjoyed. I don't know if there was more like depth behind it to me, because... I knew he'd passed away, so I felt like there was some there was so much more emotion behind it. Yeah. You know, even though I didn't have this big emotional connection to him. Yeah. But post I... posthumous art is always crazy to me. Like when well, how songs, many artists? Well, like it, when song. I, I I guess probably mute. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of works of art that are published after people die. Yes. Whether that's music, um, written work. Mm. Um, I, I would assume there's probably some 
like, like visual. Visual, vi- yeah. visual art that, that that happens and i like the poignancy of that art then is magnified by the death which i think it's cool i i i i think it's creepy but at the same time in a good way you know that that the person who's dead a song can come out years later with with whatever they you know whatever they were working on at the time I think that's great. I think it's crazy, I, but I think it adds another, like you said, it adds another layer of depth to the art. I'm also, I think it's questionable sometimes though, for someone who creates, like, I also think it's sad when someone didn't have as much notoriety when they were alive mm. and yeah, then I they die. Think. And, and I, I, that's kind of sad to me. It's like, you know, they should still have the same well, like, significance um, and weight. The, the famous one is Van Gogh. Yeah. He none of his stuff was famous before he died, mm. which is tragic. Yeah, and he actually um, saw himself as a, an immense failure. Like he felt that way during his life, and <laughs> he just never, he did never live to see his work become arguably one of the most famous painters. I mean, he's one of the most famous. Painters oh yeah, he one hundred percent. So I think I mean, it's, it's tragic. It, it is. is super tragic. Yeah, I don't like that that aspect of. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, at least they live on in some degree, and yeah. they're obviously. I don't know that that there's any malicious. Oh no, I don't think it, that. Right? I mean, I do think that, but I mean, I do to a degree though. I mean, there's companies and corporations making money. Mm-hmm. Like you think, I mean, there was a shoe company last year that did like Vincent Van Gogh Pro. I'm not going to put names out there, but they did Vincent Van Gogh stuff on mm-hmm. shoes, prints, and yeah, he's dead. I mean, he's not reaping benefits or maybe someone in his family is i don't know yeah i think that's where you probably hopefully there's some consolation there like someone is benefiting from that hopefully i would i would guess so yeah who knows but some institution some anyways anyways back to organ transplants because drew's up to date on this shit yeah so huge um it's not a huge problem in america um but the issue is, is that with organ transplants, the supply has out- outpaced the demand, or rather, the demand has outpaced the supply. Okay. So more, there's more people who need transplants than there are viable organs available, and so it's leading to this like black market trade, where, in some extreme cases, prisoners in China are being executed essentially via organ harvest. So someone outside of the prison is paying someone off to execute the prisoners? The to harvest organs. Yeah, basically someone is benefiting so likely a, a traffic a trafficking syndicate organization are putting money giving is, money to the prison. They're yeah, right. So they're paying off oh my the, God, dude. the prison in some form or fashion to harvest a prisoner's organs and ultimately it's basically everything that's fucking talk and then those organs are sold for like a kidney goes for like sixty thousand dollars jesus one kidney isn't that fucking nuts it is nuts so it's happening and in like like i said in extreme cases it's extremely unethical the way that it's being done I don't. I don't necessarily. I know that technology is is improving in that that there's like legit three D printed organs that are successfully successful. Really, 
I didn't know that. I mean, I know we've done... Which is also, if you think about it, fucking insane. <laughs> like... I like how they create a 3D printer and they're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe we'll just like 3D print some foreskins. <laughs> like, anybody like bummed that they got circumcised and they just want that skin back? They just back? want the... F- they want to close close up shop. I want that little hood yeah they want to they want to pull the hoodie up from that every now and again <laughs> the flesh beanie uh the flesh beanie <laughs> jesus um i definitely don't think they should be sold because how many people have got too much money and they're gonna buy well, every and, organ and that's yeah that's what it comes down to is yeah. it ultimately becomes a an argument between rich and poor unfortunately I and do. So poor people can't afford those those organs. And as so, much as I think this might be hard for some people to swallow, I do believe that young people should go before old people. And I'm not saying that to be a prick, but to mm. think that we give someone who potentially has more life, and I'm not, maybe there's a, a point, but I know that's kind of unethical, mm. but I'd like to think that we were servicing younger people that maybe have a, a higher chance right. of like a longer life. and Yeah. I know that's kind of unethical to a degree, but I think it, there's there's validity to that, though. You know, maybe it's a threshold. Hey, you get to fifty uh, five. Sorry, this is going to little Timmy. Yeah, it should, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I say that. I mean, maybe there's circumstances, and you know, maybe there's other th- illnesses that the person has, is illnesses yeah. that affect them that maybe would outweigh it. But here's. Here's a potential, well, not potential solution. Here's what will help the situation, though. Everyone should be an organ donor. I have it on me fucking license, mate. Good. So do I. I was just like, hey, if I'm fucking dead, do I need these? No, shits? you don't. You don't. And that's it's a little thing. pink dot, right? I think so. Yeah. On your red, license, red or pink? Says yeah. Donor. Uh, so everyone should become a donor because vulnerable people get taken advantage of and it's i mean the 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 horror stories of the the organ trafficking business is like someone goes in first of all it's always the donor if they know about it are extremely poor and need money so they're in a situation they're in a shitty situation which they need money so they go hey take one of my kidneys because you don't need both of them to live Take one of my kidneys for $10,000. And then what happens is, is they come out and they don't have half their liver too. And they don't even know about it. That's That legit happens too. It legitimately happens. They get put under. People and, are cutting like half of someone's liver off? Yeah, because the cool thing about livers is that they're regenerate, they, they can regenerate. Ugh. And so as long as you don't take, there's two, ha- there's two technically, um, I think two parts of the liver. So as long as you don't take a full part of either of those parts. It it grows back. So we're part frog is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Drew's just fucking schooling me on organ donor and shit right now. Fucking knowledge, bro. I'm just sitting here like a giddy little schoolboy going, yeah. oh, this is really cool, teacher. Yeah. But, but it's just crazy because those people go under and then like, okay, take a kidney. And then all of a sudden there's other shit that's going on. Well, not to mention the horror story of people traveling to like third world countries and waking up in a bathtub. I mean... I'm sure some of that is urban legend. I'm sure some of it, but I think it does happen too. I it mean, it happens. You know, it happens. I'm sure they know people are coming from Western societies that maybe have better healthcare systems. Yep. And you're a target. Mm-hmm. You go. What I'm saying is, you go to another country. Be careful. You got a target on your back, mate. Yep. 
Watch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's scary. Especially if you're rolling around in in a in a vest and Birkenstocks and yeah, they're like this person. It's got got money. This person's going after him. This person's probably got a picture of a Rolls Royce in their wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that this like... person's probably not an organ or organ donor. <laughs> so I think, uh, but I, I I don't know. I I just. I think there is an ethical way to sell, buy, and sell kidneys. Do you really? I, I do think so. So it shouldn't. I mean, we have. It's essentially a wait list, correct? Now. Yeah. Which I think is. I mean, at least I know that's the same in Australia too. You go on a list if there's nothing available. But it has to be highly regulated, right? Like as regulated as any organ transplant is. If, if I there has to be a cap on how much money, a a kidney is worth, right? Or else you're again you're just gonna fall back to the rich and poor thing, and the rich people are gonna outbid poor people. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could work out a system. But couldn't you just say, "Hey, kidneys, ten grand. If you are poor, your insurance can cover it." Or you know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, but I still have I, I guess a then, problem I'm, with people that maybe trying to exploit the system or. I just don't know how you still make that system fair as opposed to a wait list, which, I mean, that's as fair as it gets, right? It's unfortunate, but... Um, yeah, you'd. I mean, you'd have to make it to where... The only thing is that I'm thinking... Are you talking about more like donor, if someone wants to like give up their... Exactly. Oh, that's right. what you're saying. Okay. Right. Not as, mu- not as much as like... It's not... Yeah, it's not... Yeah. Because I think you can that would that would incentivize what they call a living donor to give a kidney, mm. right? And it's not purely out of philanthropy. There's there's monetary incentive there, motivation. I love the idea of doing that, but I would not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a greedy person. If I passed away, hey, let little Timmy have it. All right, little Bobby. Mm. So you're saying like save save it for when you die? Well, I mean, but then is it just well, unless I'm still in good health when I, you know, pass away in a tragic car accident or something, but I'm talking more about like if if I was able to sell a kidney, I just I don't want to. Mm. And not out of I like I want someone to survive and be happy and healthy and I want someone to have like a full life if that's going to help them. Do you want to cut out your kidney for cash? Well, no, no, I wouldn't. But at least you, I mean, if you're in a spot, it's still, it's still kind of as like, if you're, if you're in a spot where you need the money. That's the other thing. Like think about like the, I mean, there'd have to be some system in place to do like uh, mental stability uh, screenings. Yeah. You know, is this person sane? Are they in the right frame of mind to make that decision. Yeah, make that decision. Well, and I think, again, like I, like I said, I think it would have to be highly, highly regulated. Like, you need you need to go see a, a psychologist to make sure you're, you're in, like you said, in the right frame of mind to give up something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... There, but there's it is it is a problem in that so many people need transplants. I mean, I think I think first and foremost, everyone like I honestly think it should be government mandated that you should be you have to donate your organs. 
I have two minds of thought about uh, two. I have two ideas too. Like we evolved to have two, so I kind of want to keep two. But in the circumstance, it was like immediate family. I probably of course. wouldn't like. Of course, no, like uh, without, no, yeah, without even hesitating. Yeah, I wouldn't right? even hesitate in that circumstance. That's one thing. If it was like wife or kids mm-hmm. or something, or like you know, another close family member or something. But, but I think I mean I think I I do think that that everyone requiring like <coughs> if you want to live in America you have to be an organ donor. Yeah, I mean there's I no that. reason to not be an organ donor. Not one. Well, you know how many people would I mean I'm sure there's like religious reasons. Uh, no. I know. I mean I'll just put I, out, that was Drew and I both kind of rolled our eyes a little bit then, but it's true. I mean, you know, many know. people are going to claim like some religious And some reason. people some people honestly, I think it's the dumbest thing, but some people do say I don't want my close family member to be cut up after they they they're they're, they're and have that taken away from them. Because they need it in the afterlife. <laughs> it's I mean it is that's I I just don't see any reason any logical reason why you would not donate your organs that's when i'm going to come back as a ghost and haunt my family members for taking my organs there you go there you go he's got unfinished business what is it we took his heart (laughs) we took his organs yeah (laughs) his grandpa's testicles in a jar yeah you have my lip you have my fucking champ of a liver you can get drunk as much as you want (laughs) i probably poisoned 30 (laughs) percent of it from doing a it's podcast. It's already almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> Live it up while you can cuz that liver's got like two good years left on it. <laughs> oh. It's yeah. a sticky it is a sticky situation though. It's a sticky situation. It's crazy. China, I, the, some of the research I did on China is like fucking crazy. It's I nuts. mean, there's a lot of negativity surrounding China right now. I know, now, and so. I don't want to go there too, <laughs> too much. But That's like, just... there's a lot of shit they're doing over there with the organ stuff. It's sad, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, in the worst possible way, it really doesn't. Yeah. Did you know? Um, I think in uh, Iran, um, it's completely legal to buy and sell kidneys i say legal or illegal i meant legal i felt i mean i felt like i heard legal yeah but maybe you said illegal in iran it's legal to sell your kidney i feel like i've seen a vice documentary on that yeah maybe there's not and then in like nigeria there's like not really any regulation on it they're kind of just like hands off like what are the side effects of not having one kidney not much at all. Your pee's not as yellow? Yeah, you probably have to just be extra careful with, like, infections and stuff. But Kidneys, I know they have something to do with filtering urine, correct? Mm-hmm. And blood. And blood. Yeah. Okay. Oh, blood, that's when your blood and pee get mixed together. That's dangerous. Good? You're in trouble. That means you do have a kidney infection, and that's dangerous. Oh. Yeah. So. Don't get a kidney infection. Don't get a kidney inf- infection. Haven't had a kidney infection. Don't want one. I I've never had an infection, but I think it's I've had like an inflamed kidney. Like it's not progressed to infection. Was that from being a spicy boy? Yes. <laughs> what you the get? Spiciest of boys. <laughs> the spiciest of boys. 
but uh it feels like you get you got like punched repeatedly in Ooh. like in like this area Ooh. it's like you're it's like you're kind of mid to lower back on both of your both sides that like does... right below your ribs almost that sounds not very nice sounds terrible right it does sound terrible yeah but i i just don't i don't know i i just there's too much advantages for like exploitation and it's already being exploited now do you know anybody that's had a transplant i have not i don't i can't think of anybody either i mean i've seen it on a million tv shows but yeah it's a relatively complicated process to get it or to actually like you talking the procedural oh okay yeah. and like you said like even with the face like it's possible that your body rejects the organ well i know there's medication they put you on to help that i don't know what which that suppresses your immune system oh basically yeah your immune system's trying to get the shit out of me yeah it just basically calms your immune system down so it doesn't attack the fucking is that, new kidney so the yeah. medicine just says so it's like calm the fuck down immune system I was thinking more along like calm your tits. Calm your <laughs> calm your tits immune system. This thing is not a foreigner. It's going to live in our house. Are you on that for the rest of your life? No. no. You're not. It's your body just a... basically just needs to get used to the new Your body's like guest. this kidney is from an old fucker. Yeah. You are young. Yeah. It's like Bring me This the... kidney's from fucking Hans in Germany. Like I don't <laughs> It has a German accent. Hello, I'm your kidney. Hi. <laughs> it's my like bratwurst. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to uh, fil- filter your blood and make sure the everything is great in the urine. <laughs> Once um, a week, please bring the uh, the bratwurst and the uh, I, sauerkraut. I do like sauerkraut and I do drink a lot of beer. So make sure I have plenty of liquid. Please go easy on the mustard though. I don't like mustard. No, it inflames no. my... Only in the sauerkraut. Only in the sauerkraut. <laughs> I fucking fuck with, Hans. I fucking, I fuck Hans with sauerkraut. Hans the kidney. Do you fuck with sauerkraut? Uh, I can't say that I've ever like legitimately tried sauerkraut. Next episode, I'm going to make Drew Next taste sauerkraut. Next bonus episode, yeah. I'm going to make Drew taste sauerkraut. Apparently, I'm like not well-versed in culinary items. I'll try... I'll legitimately... I'll try anything. It's a fermented food. It's like a pickle. I will try anything once. I, I love sauerkraut. I'll just like, it's like kimchi as well. Was it on our podcast that I said that I would really like to try Rocky Mountain oysters? Mm, it was. Yeah. That's something I just don't have. As much as I'm like a food guy, I do. I have zero desire to taste it. You wouldn't testicle. at least try it? I mean, I guess I would. Wouldn't you just at least even try it for the story? I just feel like it's going to be chewy and I do oh. not have any. Well, tongue. Have you had tongue? Tongue's like that. No, it's not. Tongue You've had is bad a tongue. Chewy. You haven't had Papa Cookie Tongue yet. It's chewier than carne asada. Well, whoever cooked it for you did a bad job. And I'm sorry, no disrespect. You haven't had Daddy Go to Cookie some tongue. What is that? What? How do you cook it? How do you prepare it? Well, tongue has the outer membrane, the skin, where all the like, the little bumpy tongue yeah. flavor tastes are. called papillae. Papilla, okay. Thank you for schooling me again. Papilla, papilla. Uh, the the way I was taught to cook tongue, which I watched off a YouTube video by an old Italian man. So obviously, the way you prepare it is Italian. Yeah, and he's just like, "You add the mozzarella." 
He's obviously waving his his hand. In yeah, the lots very of like very Italian. flamboyant hand gestures. Do not forget to add the mozzarella. Uh, but no, he. The way I saw it was you boiled it with, or the way I did it, I boiled it with like onions, carrots, carrots, carrots. I can't speak carrots. tonight. Apparently, too many PSLs and wine. Yeah. Um, onions, carrots, onions, bay leaves, celery. some spices, peppercorns. I boiled it Ball for a testicles. while. <laughs> Rocky, I cannot speak Still tonight. Still struggling. Yes, I am. Anyway, boiled it. I peeled back that membrane skin part. Yeah. At that point, it's just like a big piece of meat. It looks like a kind of like a yeah a fillet. Uh huh. And, and I diced what? it up. I cooked it a little bit in a pan with like tomatoes, you onions. It a little bit. A little well, I just got a little bit of a crust a on it. Just yeah, a little bit of a so just a, a sear. Sear. A little sear. A little sear. <laughs> uh, and I cooked it with like a tomato sauce. Jen was not into it. Mm. I cooked it for a dad, for my dad-in-law, because he has memories of his dad cooking it. And we did it like a, I think it was Father's Day. Mm. And it was tender chewy. AF. It wasn't chewy. Chewy. It has one of the most perfect marblings of fat. Maybe I just got it from a Kobe beef cow. I don't know. Maybe that's the cow. <laughs> I had Kobe like beef best, tongue. Yeah. I legit got it from like Food for Less too. We're not talking some like fancy supermarket. Would you try brain? I've had brain. You've had brain? Yes. My dad used to give me what a lot of shit of as a kid. Think of, oh, like, in Australia, it was probably lamb. Mm. Lamb brain. Uh, my dad still does it. Well, I don't know if he still does it. But as a kid, he would always feed you shit and go, it's chicken. <laughs> so maybe I've had And then laugh to himself testicles. afterwards and be like. Yeah. Ah, just kidding. This was fucking bull testicles. This was sheep penis. <laughs> Probably. Uh, brain from memory was very soft. Mm. Uh, very subtle flavor. Like, it's something you don't heavily spice because it does have, like, this very subtle flavor. You don't yeah. want to, like, overpower it. Most people crumb it. Mm. Fun fact. My mum's mum, me grandma, was a big fan of brain. Mm. She loved an old brain. That's pretty knowledge, gnar- gnarly. Yeah. I'm eating the knowledge of the sheep. That's one thing I don't like about modern society, that we're so precious about things. We're so that other, picky about food. And that other countries just eat without a heartbeat. Well, yeah, Americans are pretty picky. Well, that's a well, lot even, of first even, one countries. Though, I mean, I even like. if, yeah, yeah. But even the, it, like the way our food looks, like if it's not perfect, we won't eat it. Well, that, and I also don't like the detachment we have from the fact that we're happy to eat something, but it, that the same person would not kill that thing as well. Yeah. I don't I like that. I fall victim of that, I think. I would. I would fall victim of that. Like, if you were to present a chicken in front of me and said, hey, if you want chicken, you got to ring it, ring the neck, kill it. I don't do know it. if I could do that. Drew and I just going to go out of the woods one day. Do you think you could do it? Have you done it before? I've hunted for animals and shot them. Uh, I haven't done a chicken. Like, I think that up. I th- and I honestly I think I could probably I could maybe do that. Well, because you're looking through the scope of a gun and shooting it from which a distance. is so stupid, but yeah, yeah, chickens is a little bit different, but but then at the, I mean, if it's deer, you're shooting, you're hunting deer, you have to go up and kill it. Oh, after you've shot it, like put it Most out of its of misery. The, yeah, I mean, if unless you're a real good shot, but uh, yeah, I just I don't like I really have a problem with that detachment that we have as society that. You think you could do that? Like, Like, honestly, like, if you were to to live off of the animals that you've grown. I could 100% kill a chicken. I think it probably gets harder the bigger the animal gets. 
Because yeah. there's animals that have like like pigs have personalities, cows have personalities. Pigs are smart. Pigs are pigs are like dogs. Yeah, but um, I think that's something. It, it makes me like sad as a society that we have that detachment from food that we see it as something that's packaged up and delicious. Yeah. But if it came to actually, let's go and kill the steak that you're going to eat tonight. Probably like ninety nine percent of people. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah. Well, not ninety nine, but but like eighty ninety percent probably. Yes. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I like a, something big would be hard to do, but I, chicken. I feel less attached to because I love chickens, but chickens are also stupid as fuck. Yeah. 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 I just don't know if I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. I think you could do a chicken. I maybe. I think you could. Maybe if you did it if in front seen, of me, I feel like you would just man up and do seen, it. You've um, seen our buddy Mark's video of him killing a goat. I have. That's gnarly. Little side note: so we have a friend called Mark. Uh, he traveled to Africa. Traveled to Africa. It was his birthday. The tree, the chief of the tribe that they are with, like gifted, gifted him a, a goat a for his yeah, b- birthday. Yeah, yeah, and said, "You have to kill it." And he did it, and he has a video of it, and he's posted it's... it on social media, and it gets taken down with, with that's fair, but uh, it's gnarly. And the fact that he didn't hesitate, I mean... Fucking man. Cojones for yeah. days. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I don't think... I really couldn't, because it, it squeals and squirms. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I feel like I... I don't know, because I've... I don't I know. I mean, obviously, if it came down to life or death, like, you, you do it. Obviously. So you're saying the chief of the tribe was like, hey, buddy, how much do you want to live? Well, but at that point, too, that would be hard to say no, because it's totally custom over there. It could be construed as super rude to turn that down. It's true. You know? Struth. Struth. I would just, the whole time to the animal, I would just be... My sincere apologies. (laughs) That's the nicest thing you could say, too. (laughs) Right before you just, like, knife to the throat. like. I did witness... uh, when I was younger, I went to my dad for one school holidays. We went to someone's farm. He bought one of their sheep. They pulled that thing up by its back legs. And I was probably like eight or Blood nine. It. Yeah. Yeah. Did it in front of me. And I, I don't know. I'd never really thought twice about it, though. I mean, it's just something I saw. And maybe I feel not disconnected, but I saw that. So it was a little... It wasn't a common occurrence for me growing up. Yeah. But I definitely... I mean, I've seen my grandparents... On my dad's side, like, kill chickens for dinner. Yeah. Um, I've seen that before, so... Yeah. Maybe I have a little bit of that in me, but... I I'm just, just I, soft. I'm soft. Well, but whose fault is that? Is that society? society. I, that's I mean, it's got to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily your fault or your parents' fault. It's, yeah. It's a product of the way that we grow up now, where food comes from a supermarket. It doesn't come from... I mean, it comes from the land, but there's so many middle people there's in the process. There's so much distance between that animal and putting a bite of steak in your mouth like that upsets me and i think it's a reason that we're more unhealthy as a society too oh, yeah. because of the disconnect and the Absolutely. fact that we're not eating yeah straight from the land you know i'll enjoy an in-out burger and not think twice well i mean you're not cow. wrong you there I mean, <laughs> it's the same as a psl so we've decided that you could kill your animals and eat it would you eat a kidney i've you- definitely eaten kidney and i've eaten liver I don't remember. I couldn't tell you the last time I've eaten a kidney, but I've eaten mm. liver one hundred percent. Actually, liver seems chewy. No, like. it's not. It ha- definitely has like a firm texture, but yeah. it's not chewy. Mm. Uh, it's very minerally. 
but there's a very like English dish, which is like liver in like a gravy with yeah. bacon and onions. I don't know what that is. It just called like liverwurst or something like that. No, liverwurst is more like a pate. I think yeah. it's more like something. Uh, dude, I love. I fuck uh, with some pate. I love pate. I'm out. Sauce. Have you had pate before? No. Which is straight chicken livers usually. It's just like the savory I don't paste. Know that I could. Just you just eat it like plain, or what do you do you? Spread One of my on, favorite things for breakfast as a kid. <laughs> he is just adding to Vinny again. Uh, hot toast with like pate on it. Really? Which is typically traditionally chicken livers or mm-hmm. duck, I, I think. But there's other things. There's like wine and spices in there. Oh, it's just so savory and it's like rich and it's kind of like I mean, very I'd try smooth. it again. I, you, gun to my head. I'd absolutely try it. I I'm love, not even gun to my head. If you're like, hey, like, I that's got some pate. Let's do it. And I'd be like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to gag, but let's do it. I got to try everything once. It, for the exception, with the exception of live, anything alive. I don't know if I could. Again, it goes down to the like separation thing. I just don't like. Uh, could Why you not? eat a live octopus, like baby octopus, squirming around in your mouth? It's funny you're saying about that. That was that like Asian social media host who did that on live on like Facebook Live or something. And the octopus, like, she was bi- trying to bite one of its tentacles off and it suction capped to her face. And like left, like it like made her bleed. Yeah, because it didn't. It obviously. Well, there's actually there's actually stories of people choking because they latch onto your throat. The only thing live I would do, I've seen people do shrimp coming straight out of the tank. So like a sushi like chef, raw shrimp. Yeah, well, raw shrimp you can do super yeah. fresh. Like yeah. some sushi yeah. places will do it, but straight out of the tank, like sushi chefs will like pull that shit out, slice that shit up. It's still like rigging a little bit the tail, and I've seen do that. That's but that's apparently delicious. Ooh. But they pull the legs off and stuff. It's and they not de- like they de poop it. They de poop. Well, that's just the taste of little like yeah. savory like. Oh, God. The slave. This the the flavor streak. I call it. No, you don't want to eat the poop. So we didn't ever come to a conclusion on whether or not kidneys should be bought. And I don't know. I mean, I think if there was some heavily mandated regulated yeah. system, I guess if it's your choice, but I just see so many flaws in like the yeah. wrong people going up or maybe yeah. like other entities forcing individuals doing it yeah. for some kind of sinister meaning. There's too much. Yeah. There's too much taking advantage of people in this world for that to actually work. But I think in a, in a utopia, in a perfect, perfect world, you would you would be able to regulate that and, and hopefully benef- people would benefit. But here's what you should take away from this podcast, this episode. A, become a fucking organ donor right now. Do it, please. 100% agree. Okay. And B, um, kill your own food. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we Those talked about points. it. I mean, but one on another episode, like real quick, I talked about like, I think it was the episode, like what were the last uh, dying wishes or what would we do to set up our family or something like, and one of my things was like, like how creating like somewhere for my kids to grow up that yeah. had like my legacy built into it. And part of that would be them like harvesting things from the earth. Yeah. Including chickens. 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 But I agree. Yeah. Become an organ donor. There's yeah. no reason not to. You got to. to. Seriously. It's the right thing to do. Save a life. Take religion out of them, man. Save a life once yours is done. 110 passanta. Aside from becoming an organ donor, make sure you like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Uh, You can find us on podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. 
Uh, also hit us up on Instagram at without definite aim podcast. Again, if you have any topics in mind, be sure to drop a comment on really any post. Um, and we'll be sure to work that in either randomly or, um, we'll just do it. If you just want to send us a message yeah. yeah, and just say, Hey, I like what you guys are doing. Thank you. That would mean the world to me. It would. And Drew and I would take the time to both respond separately. Yeah. Or together. We you just get two responses from without definite aim. It'd be like some spicy response from Vinny in a good way. <laughs> and mine would just be like, Cool, thanks. And then <laughs> like you know. Not that I don't appreciate it. I do. I yeah. do. Um but yeah, thanks for listening again. Um, Thank you. That was a that was a fun topic. Was a deep discuss. topic. It was, it was, yeah. and that's the beauty of this podcast. It could go either way. So, um, again, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. This is without definite aim. I'm Drew. I'm Vinny. Bye. Bye. <laughs>